It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Hey, what's up? John Hansen here, your week 15 edition of Hansen's Hints at FantasyPoints.com. Recording this one a little later than usual, frankly, on Thursday morning, week 15, kicking off tonight. So as we are now in the fantasy playoffs, I will try to focus on the upcoming matchups, our lineup decisions, and all that good stuff. Well, we do, in fact, kick off the week with the Thursday night football game in Las Vegas as the Chargers take on the Raiders. And I will pop out a couple of props for you. We got lucky last week, although luck is the residue of design. So we put ourselves in a position to be lucky, but we did get those props right. Uh, Deontay Johnson and Allen Robinson, who both hit on the last two plays of the game, We'll take it. And this week, I like Gerald Everett, my Thursday night special, four grabs for 40, something solid like that. They do run a lot of cover three and per fantasy points data. Mr. Everett does well against that covered shell. So let's go with over 29 and a half yards for uh, Gerald Everett on FanDuel. I hope that the number hasn't gone up. This has been happening where – I pump something up on Sirius XM on a Thursday morning, and then all of a sudden the number jumps because I guess people play it. So let me quickly take a look while I'm doing the podcast here just to make sure that that number is still under 30 yards for Gerald Everett, the Thursday night special. Um, Let's see here. Scrolling, scrolling. Here we go. 29.5 still on DraftKings. And I'll also go, I feel less confident about this one, but um, Quentin Johnston, the rookie, over 25.5. Let's go with that one on points bet. That is the lowest one out there. Certainly made the big play with Easton Stick last week and worked with Easton Stick in the preseason and offseason especially in training camp as Quentin Johnson was working with the backup number two offense. So otherwise don't see a ton in the game. You're certainly waiting on the Josh Jacobs news. not looking great for him as of Thursday morning. Don't really love Zamir white. It's kind of like the Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Jarek McKinnon situation last week where McKinnon is the pass catching back, probably the better play Um, and McKinnon did score last week, and not that Amir Abdullah is a lock to do anything. Uh, Devontae Adams banged up, well, or sick, actually. Um, We probably roll with him, and and know that Aiden O'Connell, if he is bad, I mean, it's possible he gets pulled here as the evaluation period. Uh, Maybe they've seen enough, and they're done evaluating, and they might go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. No Colton Miller, the left tackle uh, as well. That, That doesn't help, but... Um, not, not exactly feeling much in the passing game here, not exactly looking at any appealing options for the Raiders mayor Hunter Renfro. I mean, they do have schematic matchups that are decent, but hard to trust those guys. Jacoby Myers, not a horrible option, but hasn't really clicked all that well with AOC. 
And also for the Chargers, you know, certainly going to lean on Austin Eckler. It's a pretty good matchup. I, you know, Palmer, I obviously should go Josh Palmer, but I'd be careful here. He's just coming back from the knee injury and new quarterback and, and all that. And and not the best matchup overall against the Raider defense. That's actually pretty decent. Let's move on here to the next game, which is the Vikings at the Bengals. I've already started my research, obviously, for week 15, and I do have some notes on the schematic matchups. Kind of a negative one for Jake Browning. Vikings do play man. I could see T. Higgins do well, make a couple of plays against man. Not not the best schematic matchup uh, on either side, but I think it's a really good matchup for T.J. Hawkinson. So I would imagine Nick Mullins throws a ton to TJ Hawkinson Bengals giving up the most receiving yards per game and receptions per game to tight ends. And the last two weeks, Evan Ingram and Pat Fryermuth have gone bonkers in this matchup uh, and a tougher matchup for Joe Mixon. We've got chase Brown flashing as well. I mean, Mixon's been very good, but I'd lower expectations. Vikings giving up just 3.6 yards a carry Fifth fewest rushing yards per game. They did limit Josh Jacobs last week. Steelers at Colts. It is a positive schematic matchup for Gardner Minshew. I do think we could see a lot of Joey Porter on Michael Pittman. And it's not the best schematic matchup and overall matchup for Josh Downs inside as Mike Hilton, uh, not Mike Hilton, as the slot corner there. For the Steelers, Mike Hilton is the former slot corner. Uh, been pretty good. So this could be another Alec Pierce game or a Alec Pierce game. Not that last week was an Alec Pierce game. So just throwing that one out there. Uh, that'll be uh, in, when they're inside, by the way. Chandon Sullivan has actually been pretty good uh, for the Steelers. So maybe, maybe we get a little Alec Pierce here on the veteran Patrick Peterson, uh, for example. And Peterson has been solid and a savvy veteran, but he didn't run all that well. Pierce can run a little bit. So maybe a big play to Pierce, you know, and certainly Zach Moss, it's been a struggle. We're not going to get Jonathan Taylor back this week, but uh, the, you know, not, not the greatest matchup. Steelers are giving up the six fewest adjusted yards before contact per attempt. Did well against Zeke Elliott last week, but Zeke did get 29 touches and did deliver in the passing game. So, you know, we, we've we lowered Zach Moss down the board here. Let's call him an RB3 and, uh, you know, accept what he gives us here. It's been a little aggravating for sure after such a great showing and ballistic sh- statistics. Man, my man has really calmed, slowed down here. But, you know, it's the Steelers with Mitchell Trubisky. So, He should be able to get plenty of volume. It should be a pretty close game. It's actually a good schematic matchup for uh, almost called him Carl uh, for George Pickens. And by the way, I asked George Pickens if he was related to Carl. He's not uh, nowhere down the line. So FYI there. Um, But I don't know if we trust Pickens. If you're looking for a deep reach and all that, sure. But he's a little disgruntled right now. I will say it's a negative matchup for Deontay Johnson. Let's move on to the. Broncos-Lions, big-time disappointment last week with Jared Goff. I I thought he'd have a decent game. It it is a pretty decent schematic matchup, at least. 
decent for Amon Ra as well. I, I don't think they'll travel like I don't think you'll see uh, Pat Sertan. So we've got that. But the the matchups for the running backs here, for sure, uh, Denver has been pretty darn bad, giving up the most adjusted yards before contact per attempt. So that bodes very well for both guys, especially David Montgomery. And for Denver, not the best matchup for Russ Wilson schematically. Lions have allowed the 12th most receiving touchdowns to outside receivers. So you can, you know, so certainly use Cortland Sutton. Excuse me there. I just hiccuped. Uh, you can certainly use um, Cortland Sutton, who continues to get it done, but not feeling it for Javante Williams. Tough matchup here for sure against Detroit. Um, they are uh, allowing only three and a half yards a carry, second fewest yards per game, fifth fewest receptions per game. And of course, those other two dudes are in- involved here. Did like Javante last week. Uh, I felt he would score. He did, but they're not feeling it this week. Moving on to Atlanta, Carolina. It, it, it is a negative matchup for Thielen. He was okay last week, at least, but we're, we're not really going anywhere else. With Bryce Young struggling, had a good schematic matchup last week. It didn't matter. Uh, so, and they're running out the clock. So, I mean, I think that bodes well if, if you need Chuba Hubbard. I feel like if they're down 10, they'll still run the ball. Uh, tough matchup overall, uh, really a tough matchup across the board. Uh, and Thielen, by the way, only caught uh, two balls for 12 yards in week one against Carolina. I remember thinking, uh-oh, then he went on a, a big run here, but not the best matchup for Adam Thielen and not the best matchup for Des Ritter. I don't trust Des Ritter at all. Uh, negative matchup for Drake London coming off a big game. So I'm thinking Bijan here. It is a uh, positive matchup for Kyle Pitts, who certainly last week proved that he's not helpless. Chicago Bears at the Cleveland Browns. Just quick look at the... Week 15 matchups here on the Hanson Sense podcast, recording this on Thursday morning. So still have plenty of research to go, and, and obviously we'll see about the injuries, but not the best matchup for Joe Flacco against this pretty stingy Bears defense. They do play a lot of zone, which is normally okay for Amari Cooper, but we have it as a negative matchup for him as well, and also it is a slightly positive matchup for in Joku and Eli Moore, but not the best for Flacco. So, you know, he's been great, but I, I don't know if he puts up big numbers in this one here. Again, those Browns have been stingy. And uh, for Fields, it is a positive matchup for Fields. They do play a lot of man. So that could be good for DJ Moore, certainly. We'll see if DJ Moore, assuming he's uh, good to go for Sunday. So it should be another Fields Moore game. They are tight against. Uh, tight ends so it might not be a Cole Komet game and they might really need uh, DJ Moore Uh, I'm sure they'll look to run the ball as much as they possibly can with Deontay Foreman and since the Browns might not be looking great in this one it could be a game where Foreman obviously uh, gets the the volume so let's see here anything else I need to touch on in that game I think I covered every every area here uh, so we can move on just want to make sure there's not a key injury or or two or three. No, I think we can move on, uh, and we will 
do just that. And we'll go to the Bucks and the Green Bay Packers here. Uh, let me check to see if there are any injuries uh, for this one here of note. Um, don't think there's anything of note here. Of course, it's still early in the week. We don't know, like Darnell Savage out of practice, um, Christian Watson, of course, A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones, I guess, did some work on Wednesday, so I guess he could be limited. But uh, not the greatest schematic matchup here for Jordan Love, although it's not scary, uh, I will say. Certainly going to use Jaden Reed again, that's for sure. We'll see about Wicks. I don't know about uh, Dobbs, uh, Josh Dobbs. Not Josh Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs. Um, Not sure about him in this one. Yeah, don't love it. Don't love it here, although Tampa's been beatable for sure. Uh, But this could be a little underwhelming. It is a pretty good schematic matchup for Baker for what it's worth, and I do like Big Mike here. Uh, And Green Bay has been giving against tight ends uh, if you're desperate and need KDOT, and although it's not the the greatest schematic matchup, but I think it'll be a Big Mike game. Oh, and Green Bay has been terrible against the run. They have been crushed by Saquon Barkley and Isaiah Pacheco the last two weeks. So our guy, Rashad White, keeps chugging along, baby. He's RB4 right now and should be in very, very good shape in this game. The Jets in Miami rematch from Thanksgiving where Fantasy Points Data isolated the good matchup for Jalen Waddle, and it's still a good matchup for Waddle, plus Tyreek is banged up. Not the greatest uh matchup uh, otherwise here although actually it is a decent matchup schematically for Tua but certainly against that excellent group of corners you know it's not it's not a good spot overall uh Tua completed 21 of 30 for 243 and a touch with two picks though uh back on Black Friday so n- we don't love Tua here uh for the Jets Tough matchup here schematically for Zach Wilson. Can't say I love uh, the Jet guys here, although Brees Hall uh, is a guy that you feel a lot better about. We saw the Titan guys, their running backs last week. I love Tajay Spears over the receiving prop. I mean, it was like 18 yards. He absolutely destroyed it. Uh, what do you go, like 86 yards? The two running backs combined for seven catches for 106 in this matchup. So that bodes very well for Brees Hall. Uh, I'm not even counting on running from Brees Hall. He's got three plus grabs in 10 straight, four plus grabs in seven of his last eight. So that should continue this week. Not the best matchup for Garrett Wilson, but hey, DeAndre Hopkins went off in that matchup this week. And certainly we're rolling with the running backs who both did well on Black Friday HN didn't even play, and Mostert went. I think he did really well, right? He had a couple of tutties, uh, and coming off uh, coming off another solid game, leading the NFL with 18 touchdowns. That is absolutely absurd. He is also 76 yards away from his first 1,000 yard season, so I feel pretty good about Mostert with Devin L- Devon HN also banged up. I mean, that's a suspect play. Uh, this week, Kansas City at New England. Not a good, it is a good schematic matchup for Mahomes. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag. Tough matchup overall. New England has been incredibly stingy. And they're going to take out Tyreek Hill, or um, not Tyreek, uh, Travis Kelsey. 
but it is a good schematic matchup for Mahomes, mainly because they play a lot of man. But I'm lowering expectations. It's the lowest he's been maybe ever this week on on my board, at least. QB, I think it's uh, 11. My man barely made the top 12. We're not using any of the other receivers, although I do love Rishi Rice here big time because, again, you got to take out Kelsey. Rishi is going to get 10-plus targets, I think, in this game. Good schematic matchup for Bailey Zappi. Uh, Very good, most likely because they play a lot of man, but I don't love any receiver. Uh, They've been tight against and tough against tight ends. We do get Demario Douglas back for what it's worth. You know, he'll probably get four, five, six catches if you need him. Uh, and also for the Chiefs, it's not looking great for Isaiah Pacheco again, uh, but but a tough matchup. New England has been good. They, they really limited Najee Harris and Jalen Warren uh, last week. And, of course, for the Patriots, Zeke Elliott uh, back in the saddle. Good matchup. Chiefs have been hit by running backs, 4.8 yards a carry. They're allowing the fourth most adjusted yards before contact per attempt. So another solid spot for Zeke. Not as good as last week, I don't think, but we're, we are definitely looking at another 20 touches for Zeke Elliott. Giants-Saints, negative schematic matchup for Tommy DeVito. Wouldn't expect the world. You could certainly use Wandale if you need him. I think it's a pretty good matchup. He'll see a lot of Elante Taylor inside, and maybe avoid their best corner, which is a Debo outside. So maybe Wandale. Uh, we'll see about Darren Waller. Now, if Waller goes, it's kind of trending that way here on Thursday morning. It is a very good matchup for Waller. He could be a little limited, but the Saints have been hit by tight ends, and that would really help Tommy DeVito for sure. For the Saints, very good schematic matchup for Chris Olave. He's looking real good. You're going to keep using Alvin Kamara. I don't know about Taysom Hill just yet. We we do see um, we do see our guy um, Rashid Shahid potentially playing in this week. Uh, not a good schematic matchup for him though. I would not trust Rashid Shahid. Of course, Barkley uh, looking good here to go back to the Giants. Saints giving up the tenth most rushing yards per game. So I think he'll get the ball in this one here plenty of volume as the saints are not great uh offensively so i just don't know if they'll be you know holding a lead houston texans at the tennessee titans we don't know about cj stroud so that's a problem it's not a great schematic matchup for noah brown though he might see more targets with nico collins banged up we'll see about dalton schultz decent matchup there but a lot of unknowns I think the best bet would be Devin Singletary, who kind of took over the backfield last week. I think uh, you know both guys could get some volume here, as could Derrick Henry. It's a big different story now. It, the game is in Tennessee, and Stroud is iffy, Tank Dell is out, and Nico Collins is iffy. So, you know the the, the outlook for Derrick Henry is a lot different than it was three weeks ago when I was not liking this matchup. Do like the matchup for D Hop again, FYI. And Chiggy, uh, Chiggy Aconquo, if you need him. Let's move on to the Niners Cardinals. Not the best schematic matchup for Purdy, but overall in real life, a good matchup. Real good for Debo. Should be another Debo game. Ayuk, it's still a positive matchup. You know, somebody's going to be the odd man out here this week. It could be Kittle, Arizona giving up the third fewest receiving yards to tight ends. 
And of course, McCaffrey should crush them. Crush them. Cardinals, tough matchup for James Conner. Hollywood Brown is still iffy and sketchy. You know, certainly a tough matchup overall for uh, Kyler Murray. You're just hoping you can get to like, you know, 220 yards, throw a touchdown. I will say that Hollywood did get seven grabs for 96 against the Niners with Josh Dobbs at quarterback. They are giving up the ninth most receiving yards uh, per game and the most receptions to outside receivers uh, at the very least. So it's not hopeless for Hollywood Brown and uh, Trey McBride should get plenty of uh, action here as they're playing from behind. I do think um, Niners will make some big chunk plays again and have a big lead commanders at the Rams. Unbelievable matchup, obviously for Stafford looking amazing. DC is terrible. No pass rush. Looking good for Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. Good use, sir. Um, I don't know if we use Tyler Higby. He's a little bit banged up here as well. But, hey, Kyron Williams getting the ball. Unbelievable. I mean, he really shows great patience, instincts, and vision. And I think that's why he's doing a lot better than anyone thought. At least I did. That is for sure. For DC, um, not the greatest matchup for Howell, but it was it did come in as somewhat uh, positive schematically. Um, it was also schematically positive for McLaurin, but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not really feeling McLaurin, although it is a positive schematic matchup for him. I could see Josh Dotson doing something here because he's not good against man uh, and he is good against zone. Just throwing that one out there. Oh, and um, Brian Robinson out of practice early. So we'll see. Uh, that would mean Chris Rodriguez will get some early down work and then more touches for Antonio Gibson. Cowboys at Bills, not the greatest schematic matchup for Dak, not the greatest schematic matchup for C.D. Lamb. We'll see about Teron Johnson, but we could get a lot of passing, obviously, in a higher scoring game. Josh Allen looking good here. I My gut feeling is Stephon Diggs has a big game. He will, though, see a lot of Stephon Gilmore. Uh, don't love the tight ends for the Bills and Gabe Davis. Boy, we lost a lot of trust. Uh, and we'll keep going with uh, James Cook, uh, doing pretty darn well here. And I'm certainly uh, going to keep rolling with Tony Pollard as well. Baltimore at Jacksonville. It is a negative matchup schematically for Lamar and OBJ and Flower, so it may not be a huge day. Uh could be another Isaiah Likely game. Uh, that's a positive matchup. Hopefully the Jaguars make some noise, score some points, turn this into a little bit of a shootout like it did last week with the Rams. Didn't like the Rams last week, but they proved me wrong. Uh, it, it is a somewhat positive matchup here for Trevor Lawrence. Barely positive for Calvin Ridley. Uh, and not schematically positive for Zay Jones, although you could use Zay Jones if you need him, and of course ETN. Um, and then, of course, you're also well, I don't know if you're rolling for sure with Gus Edwards, you're probably not actually. Jaguars have been tough against the run. Uh, Keith Mitchell, you know, maybe lower the expectations there, you know, maybe 50 60 total yards for Keith Mitchell, Philadelphia at Seattle which is the last game on the docket here for week 15. It did come in as a negative schematic matchup for Hertz and AJ Brown and skinny Batman. Certainly not worried that much about it. I, I would use these guys. It is a good matchup for Goddard 
though. I think that might be the key for Jalen Hurts. Good matchup for Goddard here. I could see him maybe even going off here against that zone-heavy defense, find those voids in the middle of the field, you know, like over the linebackers and underneath the safeties kind of a thing. Uh, they do, do need to do some more in the middle of the field here. And it is a good matchup for the running game. Seattle's been run on. If you need DeAndre Swift, I mean, I don't have a lot of confidence in Swift, but the good news is I have less confidence in the other guys like Kenny Gainwell. So that that could help if you need DeAndre Swift. Don't know about Geno Smith, but certainly a really good matchup for Geno Smith and not the best matchup for the running back. So hard to say. Uh, but you know, at least Drew Locke was decent last week. So I'm hard to hard to bench DK or Tyler Lockett in this game with the Eagle secondary giving up a ton of production. That has been a very quick run through the week 15 matchups here. Recording this, like I said, a little bit later than usual. And I want to see if there's any last minute injury updates. Uh looks like Devontae Adams per the NFL Network, expected to go. And Josh Jacobs looks like he's very much in doubt. So we'll close it here. Keep in mind, I'm going to keep doing my research. The Hanson Sins article at fantasypoints.com up on the website. I think it's doing very well. I think it's very detailed. It's been pretty accurate. 65% on the props the last four weeks. And we're giving out a lot of props every week now, like 30 plus a week, and we're still at 65%. So I think that is pretty good. So check that out, data.fantasypoints.com. A couple of the tools that I use are still free right now, free sample. You can check that out if you're not already in at fantasypoints.com. I'll wrap here. Good luck in the playoffs in week 15. We'll catch you next time. I'm Sean Hansen, and this is fantasypoints.com's Hansen Hints. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.